We had no theme song prepared. <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to do. And it, it was so much better than I ever imagined. Nailed it. Welcome, everyone, to What If. And this is the first episode of Oh, What a Marvel. Oh, What If a Marvel, if you will excuse the pun, but it's right there in my face. And if you're not watching yet, it's because we didn't tweet the link, which I think Sean is doing right now. It's okay. It's okay. It's and okay. I will retweet that. Welcome to Oh, What a Marvel. What if we got our first episode? We are. It's the episode. Okay, so the clever, you see what they did with the clever episode title over here, Sean, because it's what if yes. Captain Carter was the first Avenger. Uh, so, you know, in a nutshell, there's your, there's your plot. Um, so I'm intrigued to see what some of these other titles, because they, they could get pretty long based on what I've seen from like some of the images of future episodes. So that's going to be fun. Anyway, Sean, how are you? So good. Uh, I, it won't let me copy and paste the link into my app, so I'm having to go onto my browser to tweet it. Uh, 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 I'm great. I uh, I watched this episode, and oh boy, um, was it an episode of an animated television show for children? Um, but I'd, I'd like to hear what you thought of the episode while I finish tweeting this. Good idea. That's what we're here to do. Okay, so while you're doing that, I will bring up my notes because you can't just raw dog this stuff. You gotta, you gotta oh, be That's prepared. what I always do. Right, so I'll preface this. Okay, I didn't watch any of the trailers for this. Um, Ooh. I, I'm looking at the. Um, I've just finished watching the episode for the second time. I'm looking at the um, like the image on the Disney Plus app for when you're on the um, when you click on the series. And to be honest, I'm getting, I'm kind of getting spoiled with all the stuff that I avoided in the fucking trailer <laughs> right now. Like yeah. I knew a couple of the ones we were getting. I knew we were going to get like a zombies one. I knew we was going to mm-hmm. get the um, the the T'Challa Star Lord episode, and I know we're getting like a Spider Man Supreme episode. Those are the um only ones. But now I'm seeing Ultron with Infinity Stones, and so I and got spoiled. Thanos. Go I got spoiled by a, a Hyundai, a Hyundai commercial. What? Yeah. Well, I've not. Seen I got this. spoiled. Yeah, so don't don't look at it because it spoils what the show's about. But um, I mean, it's kind of what I expected a little bit, although a little different than what I expected. But it shows a clip that is very clearly from probably one of the last couple episodes, um, and it. I'm that, that funnily enough, that commercial did a better job of getting me excited for the rest of this show than this episode did. And this episode kind of faked me out at the end a little bit. I was actually really excited about something that happened at the end, and then it turned out to be less exciting than I thought it was going to be. Okay, I'm intrigued because I thought the ending was one of the stronger points of the episode. I thought it was still strong, but I, I, are we just going full spoilers? Are we just going to talk about it? I mean, we, we we can we can do it a little bit if you want to get into. We're, we're there now, anyway. We've built up. Okay. To it. Don't, don't blue ball me. Let's hear it. The, 
the so I built it up in my head when she's fighting the tentacle monster thing, and she's going through the portal. That I'm like, okay, so she's gonna go to like a different universe or something, and this is how we're gonna kick off what if. And then it turns out that she like somehow just ends up in the future. And I was like, oh, that also makes a lot more sense than what I thought was gonna happen. But I think I was hyping yeah. myself up that the seeds of what this show is about was gonna happen earlier than I think it will. Which at yeah. this point after this episode, I think we're going to have like maybe five individual episodes that really have nothing to do with each other before yeah. we maybe start to tie stuff together then. Yeah, I mean, the ending of this like leads me to believe that one of two things, either they're going to tie these episodes into each other more than we thought, or that because we, we've confirmed season two, right? They confirmed that. Yeah. Not we, Nine episodes we each. We don't have the No, I, uh, I got Kevin Feige on the horn, you know, as I do. Uh, I talked um, first. I talked to him about uh, Spider-Man three, you know, and and the. Uh, I I also talked about I talked to him about that, and I talked to him about um the script I sent him for my Spider-Man, Iceman, Johnny Storm movie. Uh, still uh, no response yeah. on that. Um, but uh, but he did say to me, Sean, I'm not going to tell anybody else this, but there's a second season of Marvel Studios What If, and I yeah. said I wouldn't tell anyone else either. Contrary to popular belief, we are not amazing friends with kevin feige and <laughs> that was pretty good that was pretty good that was pretty good gotta get starfire in my that's why he hasn't responded to my draft because i didn't have starfire in it you're right um yeah the 2.0 so, so the so we're getting on the end of this episode the um it leads me to believe i say either they're going to tie these characters into each other in some way you know or in season two we're going to get, like, follow-on episodes from some of these episodes. I don't think Season 2 will be all-new what-if scenarios. I'm hoping that Season 2 contains an episode that... Because I want to see what happens next with this version of Peggy Carter at the end of this episode. It's one of my favourite things and one of my least favourite things about this episode. Because that's going to be a cool episode if we get to see what the next step because that's a whole world of possibilities, you know. Is it just Peggy Carter in, in the whole thing, right? With the rest of the Avengers, are they all different Avengers? Are some of those other Avengers going to be focused? What's up with Iron Man? down the line. What's him? up with Iron Man? If we had Steve Rogers as like the Hydra Stomper or whatever in the forties, right? So in that in that timeline, it's like if Howard Stark's developed the suit that early which I kind of have a problem with. But it's a little... Then, well, they get the Tesseract. Yeah. That's how they do it, right? They get their hands on the Tesseract? Yeah, yeah. I'll buy it. Who gets the Tesseract in this episode seems to do a, a whole lot more with the Tesseract than they should be able to do with it based on what we saw in the movie, the first Avenger. Like, Well, the Hydra did get laser weapons from the... Yeah, like, they had laser guns. And now they've got a tentacle monster. So what, the tentacle monster was kind of weird. <laughs> I did not I expect it. In a vacuum, but yeah. you know the, the idea that just this one change of Peggy being Cap somehow inadvertently butterfly effects to Hydra knowing that they can tap into these space creatures because Red Skull wasn't trying to. Yeah, do I don't know that. how that happened. He didn't. I think he was definitely trying to tap into something in the movie. Yeah, but I don't think he really knew what. He was trying to tap. He just knew that there was something powerful yeah. going on to be done with it. 
i.e. energy weapons and presumably just a bigger super energy weapon. So the fact that we, yeah, so he's tapping into that nonchalantly. We've got Howard Stark, who in the, again, in the movie, he's getting blown up trying to use the Tesseract. And now he's just like, <laughs> bish, bash, bosh, suit of armor. Yeah. Um, but I, having said that, I do want to see what that modern Avengers timeline would look like if Howard Stark developed the suit in World War II. Is it just like then the Stark Industries just builds up their fortune building Iron Man suits? Do they even need an Avengers at this point? Maybe it's that's the like, Ultron timeline too. It could all tie in, in in some in some crazy ways, but that's a lot of speculation. And we're going to so, rewind. Go on. I, I, I will say because you wanted you, you asked. They did confirm that Captain Carter is definitely going to be a character that they revisit at least once a season. I would thought so because there was some badass stuff going on. So they already people... confirmed an episode around her in season two. Oh, so it's got to be then following on from that, right? It's, so whether or not so. it then mixes in some stuff from some of the other episodes, or if it's just like a standalone sequel to to this episode, or they could all start, you know, kind of melting pot situation with all these what ifs. Mm-hmm. But coming back to the beginning. Right, here's my here's my first major grievance, and I don't know if this is just me, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Okay. All I see is everyone raving about how amazing this animation is, and I, am I the only one who doesn't like it? So sometimes it looks really good, and yeah. sometimes it looks really bad, and for the most part, I'm just kind of like, this was a choice that they made. Um, I'm I'm pretty neutral on it. Sometimes I'm like, ooh, that looks really good. Like, there's a shot at one point where the light looks particularly really good in the episode. And then there's some shots where I'm looking at, like, Bucky's face, and I'm like, wow. Uh, Bucky as a whole, by the way, the worst part of the episode for me. Um, he's, like a, he's like a different character in Dumb. It's a moment. different character. I saw somebody say online, and I, I agree wholeheartedly that this show, because of what they're doing with all the actors, is going to be the perfect explanation for like or or perfect example for a like general audience on how acting and voice acting are two very different jobs and two very different skills yeah it's hard to tell um who which sometimes it's hard to tell which which actors are are reprising their voices some Mm -hmm. it's just so glaringly obvious that it's different and also with the um with the animation some some of the likenesses man are so inconsistent Peggy yeah. looks great. She sounds great. What the fuck is that, Steve? I, like, I thought she sounded okay. I yeah. thought sometimes she was going a little too hard at it, but she's not a voice actress. Now, yeah. I thought Steve's performance was one of the best in the episode, along with uh, Red Skulls, because they're both really? voice actors. Ross Marquand voiced Red, Red Skull yeah. like he did in, uh, in Infinity War. Infinity War, War yeah. Game. Right. I thought he was weaker in this than he was in, I agree. in those movies. But I think because he's more tethered to, you know, because he's literally got, well, I, I won't yeah. talk about Hugo Weaving's face because that is, <laughs> I don't know whose face that's no, supposed not to be. Hugh, no, he, I think. He, he didn't sign off on that because he's got. Well, he doesn't he, fucking want to do it again. He said yeah. multiple times that he doesn't fucking care. So I think they were just like, all right, Hugo Weaving is not the Red Skull anymore. Yeah. To just... the point where I think that he wouldn't even sign off on them using his Probably. for this. Because he's so different. Completely other, different. Everyone else, it looks like they tried. 
even Steve, which I, I think looks really bad. He looks like Peter Parker from the, um, the CGI Spider-Man series. <laughs> the MTV um, one? Yeah, the Neil Patrick Harris one. <laughs> and, I, and I love that series, by the way. I, I love that series too. Really underrated. And I think Me too. The animation is kind of similar. And also, I can't get it out of my head. Do you remember back like when the first Avengers movie was out? I don't know if it was just before or just after. They started doing these direct-to-DVD Heroes United yeah. Um, yeah. Um, animated films and like where it's just really like cell shady but like really over the top on the lighting and like so, like mm-hmm. everyone just looks shiny you know yeah. i mean i guess we do look, kind of look shiny but we got yeah we got yeah. lights and, and laptop screens in our faces i'm I'm, you know. I'm using like a little i'm using a little fucking portable lamp to light myself right now i'm, yeah. I'm pointing it at the wall and letting the light because if i turn the light in the room on there's going to be a fucking blinding orb of yeah, justice in you the got, corner. You yeah. guys missed out on a great behind-the-scenes <laughs> moment. Of, that's fucking bright. <laughs> and it was pretty bright. It was, you it know, was. He he looked like he was um in the Michael Bay movie, The Island. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was great. So yeah, these, inc- these inconsistencies with the cat. And I think the reason that they chose this animation style was because they wanted it to have that, you know, photo, not almost like photorealistic vibe to it. And if that's why they chose this animation style, they've missed the mark. Because like I say, yeah. nobody looks like anybody for the most part. And I, and I, you know, maybe it changes, maybe it works better in some of the um, other episodes. Maybe season I, two. I don't know if it's going to change this season. No, but I would have really liked, and it's early to say this, but, I would have really liked if each episode had its own distinct animation style. It's kind of like you know? what Star Wars is doing with their Visions short films. Exactly like that. Little shorts, yeah. And, you know, maybe I'll feel differently as it progresses. Maybe it all kind of, you know, maybe it, if they want that unified look so that they can start mixing them up. But, you know, we're at a point now where we're getting ready for multiverse stuff. We can handle some different animation styles and still know that it's the same characters from the movies. Like, we're we're brainy, guys. Come on. Like, we know this stuff. I definitely Um, think the animation style was a choice of them trying to make the show more palatable to the general audience that is really into the movies and maybe would be like... A cartoon, I'm not so sure that I'm so into that. But I think it was a really missed opportunity because it just kind of looks ugly. Like, again, I'm not as down on it as some people are online. But like I said at the earlier, right? I sometimes... I thought everyone was loving it, the animation. I've seen... How beautiful and cool it looks. And I was like, is it just... I thought it was just me that hated it. I've seen two camps. I've seen people it. that are saying it's beautiful and cool and i've seen people that are like what the fuck was their choice here um and i think i fall somewhere in between that where again like i said some shots i was like man that's cool like there's some like times where she's punching and you can see like the um the wind like there's some cool animation in here that looks good in some of the um the latest scene where they're storming the um yeah castle before they go to the tentacle monster there's some really cool shadowing and 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 the framing and the cinematography is is pretty good. I just yeah. And going back to something you said about how they made this, they wanted it to be palatable for the um, mm-hmm. you know, like the casual MCU viewers. So because they want the people to take this like seriously as they're taking it's canon. movies, right? Because it is technically canon. But at the same time, 
they are trying to aim it at very young kids because there are multiple times in this episode people get shot. Not only yeah. is there no, not only is there no blood, there's not even a bullet wound. It's like the the, the bullets just bounced right off of Steve's chest at the beginning. Is it Steve? He does get shot at the beginning. Yeah, he gets shot like twice in the. And uh, they just back, yeah. they just disappear, and then it happens again later when one of the um the Hydra guys gets shot, and I'm just like, man, like, and it's just such a small thing, but when you know, like, say you, everyone who watched these movies, like. People who were like kids when Iron Man came out, they're in their twenties now, you know. And I don't know how many kids are really going to be watching this. Well, I'm genuinely um, not sure who this show is for because, that's my point. like you're saying, with this the the lack of like blood, and even the movies have blood in them. You know, I mean, yeah. fuck, we just watched John Walker take a dude's head off three months yeah. ago or whatever, five months ago. But exactly. like. The thing about this show is that it's also like if you don't know these this at least this episode if you don't know Captain America the first Avenger good fucking luck because it they did a two hour movie in thirty minutes and they it just fucking moves from plot point to plot point it what I I as a big fan of the MCU I really kind of enjoyed it because what it felt like is it felt like the show was is Here's the change. Now we're just going to jump to a bunch of events and show how those events were changed by the initial change. And not so much a cohesive story, but more of just revisiting iconic moments and how those have now changed because of the initial change. But if you aren't like... I love Captain America the First Avenger. I know that movie back and fucking forth. Like, I, upside down, uh, anything. Yeah. Deaf, fucking no audio, no visual, just the audio. I know that movie. I love it. But it doesn't fucking explain anything as you're going. Like, it, it really expects you to love the movie and to know the movie. But at the same time, mm. like we're saying, it's kind of got this animation style that's gearing itself towards a more general audience that won't know the movie as well and people that. You know, I I just I don't I don't really know who the show is for. Yeah, it's just the thing. It's just like just trying to cast the widest net as possible. But you know, sometimes I just really want them to know what the audience or what know what audience they want, and just really hone in on that. And I think WandaVision knew what audience it wanted. Like that show was fucking yeah. weird and was unapologetic. Was, it was not scared to turn people off. Like, yeah. and there was a, there there was probably a lot of people that stopped watching that show after the first two episodes. Yeah, and they they must have known that was going to happen. And you know, and I think you know, WandaVision still, despite the finale, kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I'd need to revisit that, but I still think it holds up. It's probably the the best show that they've done. Mm-hmm. And it's no surprise that it was the biggest, you know, risk taker of, of all yeah. the shows. Um, but, but do you get like, do you agree with what I'm saying about the show, the episode moving very quickly and kind of oh, being very yeah. disjointed? You, I mean, I yeah. love the movie as well. And I've seen it a yeah. whole bunch. I haven't watched yeah. it for a while. Like mm-hmm. in the last couple of years, I don't think I've watched it, but I mm-hmm. know it well enough that I was able to fill in the blanks. But if, like you're saying, if you don't, then you're kind of just, you're just along for this crazy ride of like, it's almost like there's not even like a story really. No, it's not just, at all. You're just getting these snapshots that kind of spring off of the, like you say, the initial change. Although, like I said, up top with the tentacle monster at the end, that, that's yeah. such a drastic 
contrivance yeah. to, to say that, and there's a lot of that kind of, some of the stuff flows really well in that regard of like, oh, that changed, so that changed. Oh, you know, go on. I mean, the one change that I really fucking loved was uh, Bucky not being on the train. He goes, oh man, I almost lost an arm. I wanted to get to that line. I hated that line. <laughs> really? That I was... That's the only line in the whole episode from Bucky that I liked. I I groaned so loudly. Yeah. I was just like, oh. It's dumb. I'll give you that. But like, all of the rest of his lines was so fucking like, I just, oh, I did nothing. Like, I um, Did you, did you um, see Hot Tub Time Machine? <laughs> no. Okay. So there's, in Hot Tub Time Machine, there's a guy who they meet in the beginning of the movie and he's missing an arm, right? Uh-huh. And then when they travel back in time, there's this running joke with the guy that they with one he's got two arms. So through the whole movie, he keeps like having these accidents, and you're waiting it's... for him to have to. You're waiting for the moment where it's like, is he going to lose the arm? And it's just a running joke. Nick Fury um, in Captain Marvel. Yes, exactly that. You keep going. How is he? How is he going to lose the eye? Yeah. And that didn't work. I mean, that works <laughs> for me, okay, but the payoff was really lame. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care if they catch an alien or not. I don't. Um, a floor again or whatever. But talking about um, Nick Fury, I bounce off of that. There's some really cool stuff they do with just like the visual homages, some of the shots, and um, not just from the first Avenger movie, but from the Avengers and some other stuff as well. They like homage so many things. There's the yeah. moment where um, Steve walks in and Peggy's punching the punching bag. Yes. It's that, op- it's that opening scene from the Avengers. Yeah. But, you know, just moved over and swapped around. There's a few things like that. The shot with the um, Hugo Weaving's car when he pulls up and you can yeah. see the car and the um, the Hydra logo on yeah. the front. That looked Fucking really cool. That movie. <laughs> the zoom in on his face holding the Tesseract while the poor caretaker gets gunned down in the background. Yeah. I need to uh, watch did, that movie. Did Hawkeye look fucking weird to you at the end? He looked really? old. Yeah, he's like Steve Rogers' his dad or something. <laughs> yeah, he. I was like, is that supposed to be our Hawkeye? Because like he looks a lot older. Yeah, I mean, we can forgive. Mm, I mean, maybe not the age so much. I mean, maybe, maybe because Peggy was. Yeah, cat. we don't know. I I don't fucking know. It, maybe you never know. Maybe she does something that caused. Hawkeye's parents to not meet for another couple of years and they don't have him for another couple of years. What that is, I don't want to know, or maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or you know, maybe Hawkeye's original dad was one of the Hydra goons that she kills, oh, no. and now he's got a different dad. Oh Who no. Knows? But there's a lot of internal leaks that you have to make. And a lot of these internal leaks are probably not leaks that you know, a, a younger audience are going to be making it. It could be throwing them off a little bit. But one thing's for sure, no matter what happens in this universe, these motherfuckers are going to dance, okay? They want to have that dance. And I liked it as, as much as it was almost could have been as lame as like the stuff with the Bucky arm. I really felt a little, you know, quite heart touched by the fact that, you know, it was just like destiny that they want to have this dance. And now I'm really invested to know if Steve Rogers is still alive in the present day because he's a sickly dude, right? So I'm feeling like he probably doesn't make it to the yeah. same age that um, yeah. Peggy does. Yeah. 
And plus, if you know, if he's spending his life flying around in a suit with no training, and apparently he's a strategist and a really good pilot, and they even say in the episode he can't even drive a car. And because, <sighs> we, because we breeze, breeze through the, the the story so quickly, it's just like, where where did he learn that? At what point did he just like because Peggy's cap? Now I'm a pilot. <laughs> now I'm Iron Man. It, it doesn't really contrivances, and the fact that Howard Stark even had the thought to build a suit is a little bit of just like, like that's the thing that he thought to do with the Tesseract. I mean, I could guess I could kind of buy it. You know, if you're a weapons person, it seems like that would be if you had an unlimited power source. That's probably high on the list of things you would do. It's a little stretch though. Like it's people. strange to me that all these things happen just because Peggy Carter becomes a super soldier. It yeah. doesn't, I don't really see the line there. There's not a lot of lines. And if you, if this was like a feature length episode, you probably could have worked them in. I don't, you know, disbelieve that they could have happened that way. But yeah, some, some of them just leave, some of the twists just leave more, much more of the, to the imagination than others. And it's just a little bit of like mental gymnastics. You know, trying to figure out where the lines are in some of this stuff. Another one example I have of this is Howard Stark gives her the shield, the same shield. Like, why did he? Because he chose Steve chose that shield. Yeah. So, like, Howard wanted to give him one of like the big square riot shield. Yeah, and yeah, and so why Steve is like, what about that one? And because he because he throws the um yeah. The, the car door right and yeah so i would have liked a little one 20 second setup as to why you know maybe we see her um lift something up and use it as a shield but we don't get a moment like that again it feels really nitpicky here because some you know i think it's just the episode moves too quickly yeah. and it expects you to just kind of accept things and i think i can do that um because kind of just in my head i'm I'm like, this is cool. Whatever. It's like 30 minute episodes. I dig it. Whatever. Is you so know, cool. Every action moment is. In this is so great to watch. I just hope that it starts to come together, even if it's just at the end of the episodes. Like, just, I just, I want something to like reassure that there's a point. Yeah. I mean, I guess the point of what if is kind of like there is no point, but the way that they're setting it up, you know, not only from Loki, but from the end of this episode is like they're setting up like they, they, they to be a point. Like You got Watcher involved. You They're making a big deal saying it's canon. There's going to be a point, yeah. you know, like if, I'm not expecting it to be a crazy, massive, like MCU significant, like movie breaking point but i yeah. expect these characters to meet each other well the way i've and i've said i've probably said this on air before on, on loki but the way that i envision it happening is that when we get to the next big crossover movie and we get all these characters swooping in to say, help join up forces at the end you know yeah. we're probably gonna they're gonna pepper that scene yeah. with all these characters they should but, and they they should and they probably will but on this episode, I'm like, ah, oh, they could like some of these characters could all meet up and form a little team before that happens, and we could have like, you know, alternate versions of the oh, Avengers yeah. all coming in. You know, we're probably getting Dark Avengers as well. Obviously, you know, that's in the same universe. So they're just 
how do we top an ultimate Avengers crossover, but just have multiple versions of the Avengers from different universes all team up? Um, I don't know. I don't know how many of these we're going to likely to get live action because some of them is just going to be, you know, yeah. unfeasible. We're not going to see Steve Rogers again. You know, we're not going to see like suit it. Suit. I mean, the, we we could have the, the suit. And we could just, we'll know that it's Steve Rogers in yeah. the suit, but we're not yeah. going to see Steve. We're not going to have, like, however many vers- cool versions of Iron Man they set up. We're not going <laughs> to get Robert Downey Jr. again. No. And obviously, you know, rest in peace. We're not going to get T'Challa leading no. the Guardians coming in. Again, you could put the mask on. I, I don't see that happening. No. Um, well, you know what they, uh, oh, you haven't seen the trailers. I'll save that one. We'll get to it eventually. There's yeah, a there's there's a Go thing. Hit me with you it. Sure? You're probably on this thumbnail anyway that I'm looking at. Uh, so Killmonger's in the show. Yes, I knew that. And we've been talking about how they could at some point bring Michael B. Jordan back because he's like everybody's favorite part of that movie. Yeah. There's a way to bring him back. Yeah, I never want. I was never on the train of oh, let's have an alternate version of him be the new Black Panther. I don't want him revived. But if depending on where his character ends up in what if episode, if he's like a hero and then they want to have Michael B. Jordan be part of the crew that show up in an Avengers movie down the line, people would probably lose their minds. Yeah. Um, because Michael B. Jordan's got that presence, you know, you see, yeah, he's an that, incredible actor. You see yeah. his face. He's got that serious look, mean business, yeah. that cool, like, um, Dragon Ball Z hairstyle with yeah. the armor, you know, but maybe he's got like energy weapons and, <laughs> and Iron Man yeah. tech and all this kind of stuff. Like, I'm all about it, but you know, and what I'm sensing though is the more we're talking about this episode, the stuff that we're excited about is just not really to do with this episode. Well, yeah, this episode, I think it's a very safe jumping off point. Were to be like, here's a very minor change. Peggy Carter becomes Captain America or Captain Carter instead of Steve Rogers, right? It, I think with some of the changes that they're setting up for later on, they're much bigger changes that I think will hopefully be a lot more interesting to see play out. But I think this is a fine introduction to the series. Yeah. I definitely finished the episode and I didn't have the same level of excitement that I have for any of the other Disney Plus shows. Yeah, I think the other shows all left on like a far better ending as far as leaving you excited. But then it's difficult to compare. It's a different kind of show. Because they're setting you up for like the cliff yeah. or cliffhanger for the next episode of that story. Whereas this is just like, you know, we're not going to see this resolution probably this season. I'm telling you. They should have ended the episode with her going through the portal and she walks into this place and maybe fucking like Doctor Strange, this weird Doctor Strange that we know is in the show, this evil, like kind of dark looking one. He's there and he's like, good, you're here or some shit, you know, like I I feel like I I feel like they really it was a perfect setup to do something like that. And instead, it was just kind of more of what we know. Yeah, I thought. When 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 I saw her going to the portal, I figured it was gonna be like she went into like some hub, some like hall or like hub kind mm. of place, and then as the episodes carried on, similar things were gonna happen yeah. to the other characters, and then then you kind of all know that they're kind of all maybe gathering being, being gathered by some malevolent force, maybe like 
you know, like an anti-watcher or some other, maybe it's like... Ooh, the, the, an anti-watcher? Like, maybe, you know, maybe some like sort of... What's another word like, for a watcher? Or like a, a monitor? Up, a voyeur? Maybe like a like a monitor, if you're monitored. Like maybe an anti-monitor? Isn't that a DC character? It is, yeah. Um, but yeah, like maybe even like, you know, not the, the grandmaster or the collector or an alternate version of them. Beyonder? Beyond us, setting up like a version of like, a, like this could lead to a contest of champions, you know, yeah. and they all have to fight each other in some kind of crazy thing. And the watcher doesn't like that because he's like, I'm, you're just supposed to watch and just let it yeah. happen. Don't get involved. Watch. And but now we've got multiverse, so the watcher can't control if people like become Nexus events and go off. You know, he just ha- he can't get involved. He just has to let it happen. So you know what would have made this episode so much better is if we'd gotten more of the Watcher, because we kind of start off with him setting the stage for things, and I really liked when he was setting the stage. That would have helped the episode flow way better if, like, in between these little scenes we're getting, if we in and filling in more gaps, yeah, yeah, just talking. Jeffrey Wright, I love his voice for the Watcher. Like, I, I dug right. The bits that he was talking over, but like he was kind of used very sparingly. Yeah, it just like some little bits of narration, like filling in the gap. So, and because this happened, there was a tentacle monster, you know, just like <laughs> something where it just it gave you a stars. little bit more context yeah. as opposed to like. Because that, yeah, that was out of left field, man. Is that Shumagorath? Is that what that is? I saw people saying that. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, I, I, it just, it felt like, cause he's like, I'm going to get Hydra's champion from the stars. And I was like, okay, what character is it going to be? Like, are we going to bring in some weird, cool character? And then it's like a fucking tentacle thing. And I'm not sure if that's supposed to be like, I saw people online that were like, is it supposed to be Hive from fucking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? But that's not what he looked like. Hive was different. And Hive, Hive was, was like a lame. person. Yeah, Hive was pretty lame. I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actually did did something fun with that. But anyway, yeah. the, the fun with, thing with Shumagura, for people who might not know, is that he's um, he's a Nexus being. So there's not variants of Shumagura. There's just one across the multiverse, and he can pop up in, in any of these stories, which then ties into what we're saying about all these other characters maybe getting plucked in by something like a Shumagorath. Although if every episode ends with tentacles, that's going to be really lame. <laughs> but Peggy Carter with the sword, man. Like, that was cool thought, as fuck. I thought the action with her with the shield was great. Like It was similar to like a Captain America fighting style, but it was a bit more brutal. Very like direct and pragmatic. She's throwing motorbikes through fucking yeah. windows and just punching a dude's kneecap. Yeah. Whereas Steve would have like just had a little bit of a... A little, a little bit of a tussle. A little bit of a back and forth or whatever. And she's yeah. like, no, kneecap. Um, there's one great moment they hum up, they reference um, in Captain America First Avenger where the dude gets thrown through the propeller. Yeah. And, and this is, again, like to the, the no blood thing. He, This yeah. dude just misses the fucking propeller. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he, he gets lucky. Him and Peggy Carter, like, get the best out of yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> right? He misses that propeller. Um, 
but also it was glaring as funny as it was just the homage side of it it was just glaring like oh okay he can't go through the propeller because we're not showing gunshots we're not doing that moment yeah. but, but this episode is the same age rating as that movie i think i've got obviously age ratings are different for us than they are yeah. for you um but it it's it, I'm looking at it now, and it's a 12+, plus, which is our equivalent to PG-13. And so I'm assuming that Captain America, the first Avenger, is also would be a 12-plus yeah. or a PG-13. So there's no reason you can't do that. Let's see, what is it in... What is it rated here? What if it's rated... It's rated TV-14, which, yeah, is essentially... Uh, it's that's essentially PG-13, yeah. Yeah, but then I guess TV censorship rules are slightly different to... TV censorship rules are fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Very strict, very strict. Because obviously those advertisers need to need to know that yeah. they're selling their product in a wholesome show as opposed to... On the to... Disney streaming service, all those advertisers. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, I know what you it, mean. It's a general rule for like, American television, yes. not, for, not yes. for Disney Plus specifically. But, yeah, you know, it's just weird. Like, I just feel like that was inconsistent and it bugs me. Another inconsistent thing Peggy says, I've been, I miss this whiskey. I can't drink anymore. But in the scene before, she was with Howard Stark drinking fucking whiskey. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. That was. Where's the, where's the continuity checker? I said there was some nitpicky stuff. I really did. Another no, nitpick. It's... Toby Jones looks like Brain from Pinky and the Brain. What's that about? Is that a nitpick or is that a crossover? <laughs> I don't know. That's Water Bros, I think, Pinky and the Brain, right? They can't... Eh, Disney buys everybody in the end. Oh, man, if if I had the choice between Disney buying Justice League or Pinky and the Brain, I honestly don't know which one I want. <laughs> it's a tough choice, isn't it? I mean, I think I'd rather Pinky have... The brain teaming up with Sebastian from Suicide Squad. Let's go. Dude, fucking... Oh, we, we, we'll talk about well. Suicide Squad off camera at some point. I'm assuming yeah, you've seen yeah. it. Oh, I've seen it twice. Yeah. Good stuff. Really good stuff, right? What else have we got? Okay. Howard the... Howard... I nearly said Howard the Stark. Howard the Stark, <laughs> yes. Howard the Duck, Howard the Stark. Um, there's a, Peggy has a great line, and it's delivered so well. One of my favourite lines of the thing is, you know, we might need you to push a button. <laughs> I, I don't know why that line really made me laugh, and I I just really got the um you know the sass and the yeah you know from like that Peggy Carter has in live action, and it doesn't come through all the time, but when it does, yeah. it really hits. But then he comes on the mission in his fucking suit. <laughs> like, come on, Disney, you're not telling me that you're skimping on the character models because that's a trope <laughs> in animated shows, right? That yeah. characters always wear yeah. the same outfit because it's cheaper. You could have afforded to put him in some fucking combat boots. He's literally <laughs> shiny, polished... I don't know what makes shoes. And <laughs> the same suit, like... Come I on did now. like... I did like having Dominic Cooper back, though. I love him as Howard Stark. I wasn't even sure if it was. I didn't stop to check for the names in the in the credits. I I started losing track of whose voice was whose. Like I know obviously Peggy is Haley Atwell, and beyond that, I didn't know if anyone else was reprising their roles because they all seem just so 
off character and you saying yeah. it's because of the difference with the voice acting totally makes sense i think that they're, they're, they're all like trying too hard to sound like their characters and it's almost I'm caricaturish. Like, i don't want to rail on the guy right because i love him but fucking sebastian stan <laughs> in this episode oh, was rip his tongue out and his arm off come on dude it was so bad it was so bad and yeah. i don't know if it was the voice direction like i feel like he could probably do it I just, I don't know if they were like, just say your fucking line and get out. You cost too much money. But it felt like every, it felt like every line he read was his first take. Yeah. And, and again, like I, I've invested so much of my money. You know, I basically paid for fucking the Avengers for the amount of times (laughs) I went to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. (laughs) Right. They've made enough money. If you're going to do this where it's like, Branching off the MCU, you've got, you know, we've earned, I think we've earned that as fans. Like, get the fucking actors, you yeah. know. Yeah. And if you can't get the actors and you can't get the likenesses, then do a different story with the people that you can get. I, I mean, you know, and I don't 100% mean that because I do want to see this stuff. But at the same time, I just can't help but feel like, come on, guys, you, I, we can see you cutting corners, you know, with the voices and the, the likenesses and and all this stuff. And so, I don't know, it did take me out a little bit. Go on. When it comes to like, Drax, because that was a big story that Drax is not voiced in the show by Dave Batista. That's yeah. something where I think Dave Batista could fucking kill that. Like, that's already a weird enough character. There's certain things where, like, I wish I, I wish Sebastian Stan had not voiced the character in this episode. I mean, it really took away from the episode. I would have yeah. rather had a professional voice actor come in and give yeah. a performance that was not what we got in the episode. Like if it's like a um, like if it's the if that if the if Bucky was like the focus of the episode, then yeah, bring in Sebastian Stan, work with him, get some decent takes out of him. But if it's just like he's just in the background, I mean, he hasn't got that many lines, so it kind of just you know if you're gonna. If you're going to get the corners that way, then do it in a way where, you know, it, it fits to the episode. Oh, somebody's got three lines, doesn't have to be the character. But if somebody's got a prominent role, get the actor. But then and, I was going to say maybe it's the direction. I think I think you might be right with the direction. Maybe these directors were intimidated by the by the big star actors coming in that they're not used to working with, you know? Direction. It could be anyone. And writing, because holy crap, every line they gave to Sebastian Stan was not only not great to listen to, but just like I think he's my friend too. What? What, what is it like? Oh, I just I did not. I enjoyed the episode, but I think that there's some pretty. Uh, I think that there are some pretty major issues. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I did. <laughs> I was slightly surprised when they blew up Steve. Though. I was like, I mean, I should have seen it come in, but I figured they were just going to have it. So, you know, he's in the suit. So he got off the thing. So when it blew him up, I was like, oh, fuck. Are they actually just going to kill Steve? Like, I thought he was going to be Winter Soldier for a second. <laughs> this, this is in my notes. I, I'll read the exact quote. Steve should have been Winter Soldiered. 
I um, fucking really that wish. That would have been cool, like skinny little, like they would have saved yeah. a hell of a lot of money on Vibranium making that skinny little arm. <laughs> but like, he'd be a different kind of Winter Soldier. Like I'm, I'm imagining like a more kind of creepy Winter Soldier than like the really tough yeah. and intimidating, the more kind of psychotic type of take on it, which... What? I thought their version of, like, the Steve Winter Soldier was going to be, like, because he's in the suit, I thought, ah, oh, they're going to, like, graft him into the suit and Ooh. force him to be, like, this big, nasty, nasty cyborg Winter Ooh. Soldier. And he's in the suit and he can see everything that, you know, is happening, but he can't control the suit. But they need, you know, it's like a Robocop 2 thing where they yeah, need yeah. to have, like, a human in the suit <laughs> for some reason to make, because maybe they can't, reverse engineer it even though they can all everyone's reverse engineering the tesseract like no problem but that's fine and then they do the gag with the suit falling down which was really unnecessary that at first i thought it didn't work i thought that i was like i I took it seriously i was like oh the suit doesn't work and then he stood up and i was like oh yeah i kind of went the same i was just like oh that was an unnecessary gag because it was you know by that point we're like ramped up into the episode we're kind of She's fighting like you a know. demon. She's like, fighting. A, yeah, we're. It's getting pretty serious, and it's just going to fall flat on his fucking face. Um, mm. And speaking of the tentacle monster, there's a line that really bugs me. Okay, <laughs> she says, "It comes out of the tentacles. Come out. They're there for like five seconds, and then Peggy says, at this rate, it's going to devour the whole of Europe.'" And that's like, really? It, it's, <laughs> it's not really grown since in the five seconds that we've seen it and it's not even out of the building yet how can we gauge like like how can you gauge that it's not out of the building really whole of europe we don't even she doesn't even know how big this thing is so she's assuming that it's europe sized like i don't know that bugged me a little bit it's like you're really trying to overplay like how powerful this thing is without showing us all of the thing which it felt very saturday morning cartoon yeah, but then some of it is, like, really, like, some of the action before that is, like, really, you know, weighty and really cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, it just flip-flopped a little bit. And, you know, that's It fine. all feels like, very confusing. <laughs> yeah, tonally a bit confusing. I mean, it wasn't... I mean, none of it was too out of the tone of, like, the original movie. No. But... But it was just in the context of this episode itself, it kind of want, it didn't know which parts of the movie it wanted to kind of explore, you know, because there is some like dark stuff in that movie and there is some. Holy stuff, fuck, yeah. You know, like it's it's in, it's Indiana Jones, is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. And and I, you know, I felt that I, it felt like the movie. I mean, some of the stuff, I was like, are they just painting this animation over the. the <laughs> the frames of the movie because that train scene man those shots yeah. are like perfect exact like, yeah and again i'm thinking what well, on one hand i'm thinking oh man that's so cool it looks so much like the movie and on the other hand i'm thinking did they just cut another corner and just paste over the <laughs> fucking movie because you know like a scanner darkly or something like that because you know i, I would I believe just... that they would do that you know I don't know. Marvel's never had the greatest track record with animation. No, like as far as like DC, yeah. has always had the good animated stuff. And for this to be the first one, you know, just a little bit inconsistent. Yeah, it's um, not. 
I'm hoping that the rest of the season is a, a little more interesting and uh, just l- maybe slow down a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've heard snippets of people who have um, seen episodes two and three. And from what I understand, this episode follows the movie more closely and the other um, the other episode, um, I've heard the T'Challa episode just goes like off on its own angle completely. I've heard this is definitely the weakest episode that was shown yeah. of the first three. So, Yeah, get it out we'll of the way. But man, what would I do to see Peggy Carter, Sword and Shield, standing with the fucking Hulk? Like, I'd give a lot. Hawkeye and all of this stuff. And speaking of recreating the shots, that end thing where we... Um, where we see the Tesseract and the beam fires across the room in the um in the yeah. bunker. That was, you know, again, straight out of the Avengers. Um, so I, I want to see that. I'm just more excited for the future <laughs> this, this episode than I am. And I don't know if all the other episodes are going to employ that same thing, where I'm going to be more excited for just the content of the episode itself, or if they're also going to leave me wanting more of those characters and if and when they're going to, all mingle together, which I really hope that at this point that's going to be the Mephisto of the of the show, right? It's like when are we getting the What If Avengers? <laughs> you know, pretty much. Like, when it when is it gonna like come together? Yeah, so that's basically it's basically like Exiles, right? From the comments, which is a completely different thing, but it's the same concept of different variants of different X Men characters all teaming yeah. up and. I never knew that I needed that for the Avengers, but I, I, I'm down I for do. it. They could spin that off as its own show that could run alongside What If if they wanted to. You know, I'm fucking, yeah. But then the problem is every episode is going to be a different thing, and then we're going to be left wanting like twelve different fucking spin-off series more than we're actually wanting this series. And you know, Dean, Disney's going to fucking give it to you, and you're going to like it. I mean, maybe they've got this animation department up and running. Maybe they're just going to hit the ground and and just and just go. And they maybe they've got a whole slate of this stuff alongside the live action stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know if it's too much. It's not too much for me because I'll I'll watch it if they <laughs> put it out. But yeah. it if every character in this show gets a spin off. I get the feeling that most people are going to be turned off by that. Probably, yeah. But I think they could do like a Peggy Carter spinoff. I think. I think yeah, that we're going to be saying the same happen. thing next week and the week after that, and it's just going to be true. like a recency bias thing of like the newest character is the coolest character. I'm looking <sighs> at this right now. I want that Gamora Thanos looking motherfucker. Me too. I wonder what next week is. As far as I'm aware, next week is the T'Challa. Is it okay? Um, and then I think episode. episode three is a Loki episode. Um, I think those sure. were the three that were shown: were the Captain Carter, the T'Challa as a guardian, and the Loki on Earth episode. Right, because um, I know the um, like a lot of critics and stuff have been sent screeners that is, I don't know if it's the first three episodes or just three episodes. I think it was the first three. In which case, the third, from what I understand, the third episode will not be a Loki episode. Oh, okay. Um, I know there is a Loki episode somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it could be, but, uh, you know, 
I heard a little bit of the premise of what episode three is about. I don't know if anyone wants me to talk about. Yeah, that. what did you? What was? What's it about? So, from what I understand, episode three, in, um, the premise is something along the lines of somebody's got hold of Nick Fury's list of who the Avengers are going to be, and they're going around taking them out one by one before they get to become the Avengers. That sounds awesome. It sounds amazing. I mean, that could be that could be Loki. That could that would be a, that could Loki. That would be a pretty because um we see Loki at the end of Thor the first Thor in the end yeah. of the scene and he's like yeah. spying on Fury and Selby. Yeah, yeah. So oh, maybe. So maybe it's Loki getting a, or a version of Loki getting the jump on the Avengers before it happens, um, which, which would be cool. Maybe that's like a reveal that I. I, I don't know if it's going to be like a mystery kind of thing of like who's yeah. doing that and why. Um, I didn't hear that. All I heard was Avengers getting taken out one by one before the Avengers, which I'm excited. Is, that's the coolest one of the premises that I've heard so far. Mm-hmm. So I hope that's what we get. I'm Any excited. Final thoughts, Sean? Not really. I'm very tired. <laughs> yeah. And just to be clear, this episode was What If, Oh What a Marvel did a What If show, which we did just do. Okay. I'm, okay. I think I've I understand. Got, it's, it's, the sim- it's the most complicated sounding one, but it's the simplest one. I've got some ideas for how I'm going to I'm very change, excited. How I'm going to kind of frame these episodes just for our own enjoyment, really. <laughs> you know, it's not going to affect anyone. Um but Jay didn't want to be on this show, but maybe in a future episode, what if he did? Might I've got ideas. What if Jay Wade was on Oh What a Marvel? What if? Yeah. Let's just say I've got the perfect hat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got to grow the beard out for that one. You do. <laughs> and on that note. This has been What If, or Was It? I've been Dean. You can get me on Twitter at DeanLewis2099. Sean, where can they find you? At Sean underscore AFK on Twitter. I pull it in. Mine's over there as well. Over there. Yeah, we're down. In the, in the corner. We're down. Um, we're down. We're all down here. Uh, Tyler will be joining much. us yeah. probably next week. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's going to be great to have him on. I, I want to hear mm-hmm. his thoughts on this episode as well. Me too. Um, I'm excited, man. You know, like the, the episode or not, I, I, I still, you know, I'm going to come back. It doesn't matter. Feed me shit, Disney, and I will buy it. And Very on true. Note, <laughs> on that note, I'm going to give you the overlay. I'm going to let you do your little little uh, exit oh, song. I'm ready. I'm ready. Go. Oh, this is what if. What if we did a show, which we just did on YouTube at the Merc with the Movie Blog channel? Go subscribe. Da-da-da.